Hello there, listeners of Utopia Educators. This is your host, Enonor Barrera, and we are here with a very special podcast, bringing to you guys the most informative podcast session. In today's podcast, we have a special guest from London whose name is Chris. We're going to be talking about the barriers and some experiences within languages shown to native speakers and students of a foreign language. Chris comes from Mozambique, then moved to Portugal and is currently living in London. Chris, we're extremely happy to have you here today with us, and it's really an honor for us to keep up the good podcasts with languages lovers like you and like me. So Hi. let's begin talking about foreign languages. Chris, how are you today? How are you feeling? I'm good, thanks. How are you, Ben? I'm really honored to have you here today with us, and it's really amazing to talk. Uh, here we are talking a little bit more about languages and I, we would like to hear from your side about your experience moving on the first place from Mozambique to Portugal and then to London from a very young age. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, so mm-hmm. um, initially I was born in Mozambique, but I didn't stay for too long. It was only for like six months. And then me and my mom, we moved to um, Portugal and then I stayed there for six right. years. Um, and then after that, I came here to London, and I've been here for nearly 15 to 17 years now. Wow, that's a very long period of time, to be honest. Mm-hmm, very long. <laughs> totally a really long time for a, a person who, who comes from another country, totally where they speak another, like, another tongue, another language. Yeah, it was completely different for me, um, but it was... You know, I actually quite enjoy being here. <laughs> right, like it was, re- it was really amazing. Mhm. So, Chris, um, let's start. Let's begin talking about foreign languages. Um, we know nowadays that we live in a globalized world, and every day we need to learn new skills in order to get a good job or in order to have better opportunities in any area, in in, in any space. Currently, it is easier, we know that currently it is easier to study foreign languages in some other years, like before, due to the internet, right? We have internet and it offers us like different possibilities, like better possibilities to just learn a foreign language within a short amount of time compared to years ago, to many years ago, where people wouldn't have the chance to use the internet that we have today in order to learn a foreign language, another foreign language. So on the internet, you, can, you just can find a lot of options for learning a new foreign language, practice a new foreign language, and still using it with other native speakers. Actually, learning a foreign language has become more than just an important issue, right? Knowing a foreign language other than your native language has evolved to be extremely beneficial, whether viewed from the financial or social aspect, viewed from any aspect. Being able to communicate in a foreign language helps to make real connection with people from other countries, from other uh, ways of thinking, from other cultures, and also provides a better understanding of different languages. But today, Chris, we should know, why should you learn a foreign language? What benefits does it have to learn a foreign language? And on the first place, we, we can know, we, we sure know that for businesses, it is extremely important to develop and sustain a strong footing in the global economy. Right, because it is better and achievable if other people can totally understand the psychology and the language of other countries in order to to develop to to become better. 
Um, mm-hmm. We also know that most companies, when hiring new workers, they usually look for candidates with foreign language skills. If you are already working, knowing a foreign language may lead to a special to to a special job, or maybe it can lead to special recognitions or better promotions, and can offer you totally big chances to, to trying to get a job, trying to get better uh, chances in 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 the job area, right? In and when working. So, Chris. Uh, specifically, we would like to start this with a couple of questions that I prepared for you because it was it was really um, it was really amazing to know that you uh, having your experience moving from a country to another. Uh, we wanted to know what was your experience in the first place moving to another country from a young age when when Portuguese was. We would say that it was your first language and. It was also spoken, like, Portuguese is locally spoken in Mozambique. What was your experience moving uh, first from Mozambique, then to Portugal, and then to London? Do you think that it was a little bit hard? Or you just being totally young, like, you have right now living many years in, in London, up to 10 to 15, 20 years. Uh, what was your experience moving uh, in, in, in the aspect of learning another language and, like, getting used to another language? You know, it was quite a good experience, I would say. It was definitely refreshing because you get to learn different cultures and how people speak and their pronunciations. Mm-hmm. Like, everything comes into um, uh, a good aspect. But, yeah, yeah. Um, my first language was Portuguese, so I definitely learned quite I would say because a lot of my family spoke Portuguese as well so it's definitely easy oh. for me to communicate with other people and then as soon as I came here to London it was quite difficult because not because I wasn't surrounded with that many people um, who spoke English right. until until I went to school and then that's when I started to pick up English quite um, well. So it's just like um, you uh, first started to just speak English as mainly like you, you dedicated like more of your time to English than to Portuguese. And basically you lost most of the roots from Portuguese. Is that right? Yeah, I, unfortunately, I'd say so. I do feel like sometimes now that I've um, lived here in London for quite some time, I've lost a little bit of Portuguese like there are some words where I'm like mm, I don't know what that is but I do know it in English yeah. and, then, <laughs> and then there's some words in English where I'm like oh I wonder how do I say this in Portuguese like you know I do get some clashes but it's it's doable <laughs> there's nothing I can't do <laughs> uh, but yeah we know this and and maybe uh like taking back the process of learning Portuguese from your point of view is just like it can be better for you, right? Just to um, know that you're, 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 you have family who speak Portuguese, right? In this case, I wanted to ask you, uh, what was your main like support or how did you get to um, like improve your, your process learning English when moving to another country? Um, so when I moved to London, um, my mom did help me with my English. Like she bought a lot of books for me to start, and then because I also because um, I started school quite young as well. I think it was like six when I came to the UK. Mm, such a young um, age. 
Yeah, so I took extra classes as well um, to help with my English. So I did a lot of extra activities <laughs> in order for me <laughs> to be able to speak English. And then, yeah, yeah it wasn't, I, don't, I can't remember too much, but I do remember it being difficult. And I was like, oh, will I ever, um, you know, be able to speak fluently? But then with time and practice, you do tend to pick up words and pronunciations and then it becomes a bit easier. Yeah. Like learning, learning a language becomes easier from 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 the point of taking your um, taking all of your effort learning with like with with tools like reading written books and reading other different like uh, like lectures, right? That can be really helpful for you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. Even not just reading books, but I feel like um, getting to know people and and yeah, just having your space. Uh, Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. Like, mainly, um, we know that in languages, it is very important to be confident, right? What do you think of confidence of people when learning another language and maybe they feel like they, they just can't seem to be breaking the eyes and in some cases they just be like, I just, I just can't do this or maybe they just feel out of a space probably because they think they are going to make a mistake or something and they just feel like, yeah. I don't think I'm able, I'm totally like capable of just communicating myself, my ideas, or like everything to someone who can be like, what is this person totally trying to tell me? I mean, what does he or what does she mean to me? So what do you think about confidence being part of a person when learning another language? Yeah, it definitely plays a major part. Um, like I said in the beginning, when you don't know much about a language, your confidence tends to not be as high as you think. So you do struggle sometimes to make friends, to speak up. Yeah. It was definitely difficult for me when I was younger because I was I was always afraid of being wrong. Like I wasn't sure if I said the correct sentences. But you know, you then have to just keep on moving. You have to be like you can't, you know, just worry too much about what other people think about um what you're saying. Like you just have to keep it moving. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like just be 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 sure about who you are and what you want yeah. to mean, what you want to communicate. Yeah, and I'm sure there's going to be people who will help you either way, and and you know exactly. just make sure you're doing, make sure you're saying the right thing. Yeah, it all just depends on your confidence and making sure that. Um, yeah, I totally agree with that. Like, it's mainly important just to um, just to know that some people maybe they they would not be like totally maybe willing to help you but other people of course that eventually would help you with um communication right because mainly when, yeah. when we were talking about confidence we know that uh, the confidence this word means a lot for people who maybe don't feel comfortable about talking to maybe a stranger or like a native speaker that they can be really helpful for them in order to just achieve uh, notable uh, progress within learning a language but mm -hmm. sometimes confidence becomes something like harder for people when they don't know this person so they uh, sometimes people think to think that knowing a person or maybe practicing with a familiar with someone close can considerably help you to grow your process 
learning a language. But what do you think about probably uh, getting to know more people, strangers, or in this word, strangers, in this context, strangers uh, from other countries? What do you think of that? Is that a good idea or probably a bad idea in some cases? Um, what about strangers? Sorry. Um, talking about strangers from other countries, do you think that is a good idea of meeting new strangers? Um, like when we're talking about strangers, we talk about foreign languages. And for example, if you would like to learn French, uh, probably you go on a platform like Discord on servers where people speak French and would be totally willing to help you, but you don't know them. Uh, and probably you feel like there's this kind of uncomfortable like space, like maybe it's weird to just know a stranger in order to just achieve your progress. Do you think it is a good idea to learn uh, another language, to practice another language with a person you totally don't know? Or do you think that it's better when you practice with a familiar or related close person? Um, I think both of them. You, you can learn, because I, I always say you learn so many things with different people, even if someone yeah. may not be good with a specific skill or a specific language, they can still teach you things that you may not know of. So I do feel like, you know, if you help someone and they help you back, it, it sort of balances it out and you can <laughs> learn things together. Um, yeah, yeah totally. I definitely do think that practicing with your friends and families can help you um like just speak the language a bit more fluently right <laughs> i just um i'm just gonna tell you something that well related to this i just when you talk to me that it's maybe uh better to i mean both are totally right but i i consider that when you are maybe practicing with uh, a related person of you or a close person it may be, you, you may feel do you think that maybe you would feel more sure about talking making no mistakes than talking to a person who totally understands the language your the target language that you're learning and in, in that case you think that would you feel safer or probably like more sure to to make mistakes and not be like corrected but to practice with a close person or with a stranger. I think it's better with a family, uh, with a familiar, and it's better with the family, right? Yeah, definitely. I definitely think, I think when you speak, like, with your language, with your family, you can become confident to speak yeah. that language with your family. But then when you speak to new people, you may not be that confident because you're a bit of afraid if you're going to say things wrong. So I definitely think that people, you know, should try and try and talk to other people if they can, just so they can be more confident in speaking with other people mm -hmm. rather than just family members. But I definitely think practicing with friends and family definitely helps. Exactly. Like, it, definitely, it definitely helps because it, it builds new confidence levels within your own personality and within your brain. It totally means that mm -hmm. when you practice with your family, then of course that you're going to be like, sure, uh, maybe this person, it can be your mom, a brother, a cousin, somebody that maybe you can, uh, someone you can talk to and you feel like this person is totally not going to have like any idea of what I'm talking or this person is not going to know what I'm trying to say or mm -hmm. maybe you feel like, 
yeah, like more confident trying to, to, to express your ideas, uh, your communication in a target language. But absolutely, I think I agree with you in this, that uh, it is sometimes better to just talk to uh, another people, uh, another uh, people from from uh, other people from other countries in order to just become better in breaking the ice. Because if you don't break the ice, you probably won't like you probably won't achieve any kind of progress or yeah. you won't see results in, in a long amount of time. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, uh, in the future as well, it will help you to be more sociable and get to know new people, which is what life really is about, isn't it? Like meeting new people, learning new experiences, mm -hmm. languages, yeah. cultures, everything. Having the experience mm -hmm. of communicating with mainly other, like, other friends, like meeting new friendships. And this, of course, that... Uh, eventually will help you to just uh, build more confidence in yourself. And of course, that is going to make you a better speaker than what you already are, or maybe what you think of yourself, your, what you think of your skills. Eventually, we know that if you practice another language, a foreign language, a target language, it considerably helps to find other people or maybe a circle to practice with. Maybe it could be up to three or four people or maybe five people or maybe a single person that can be a really helpful or maybe useful tool for you in order to practice that communication and maybe the spoken skills, either the spoken skills, uh, like written skills and also listening skills, which is very important in order to just comprehend and understand a language. Yeah, definitely. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> so, Chris, um, I also wanted to ask you, what do you think, um, like, what do you consider is the most important language to learn nowadays in order to get better opportunities? Um, I definitely think now English probably is the most important mm. language because I totally. do feel like it's quite universal and no matter what country you go into I have a feeling that that you know English would be that one language where everyone could understand um so yeah <laughs> the English language is the most important language nowadays and a lot of people maybe um without having any kind of uh knowledge in English they just have They, they just know basic stuff in English. It, they, they just can't do good for themselves and communicate what they want to communicate. And sometimes mm -hmm. they feel like they're struggling, but they're just doing good. And that is, that is a valid point. And that is very important to take into consideration that English may be seen or maybe even shown to other people who speak other uh, languages as their first languages as a complicated language. But we know that, well, in order to just get better opportunities, to get a better like employment, to get a better job, well, we sure have to be uh, like moving, moving like <laughs> moving our dedication or effort and trying to get uh, trying to get a little bit wider in the aspect of getting more about getting to know more about English, getting to know more about vocabulary, about different words that maybe we didn't know before. Because that's very important in order to grow as a person and as a speaker as well when you're trying to just just improve your skills in, in, in English. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. It's, it's um, um, English, I would say, like I said before, it's quite universal. But even if you don't know much English, um, you can still say the terms and it's still 
like you can still understand what the person is trying to communicate. Mm-hmm. Totally right. You, you, you can at least have a, a little bit of notion uh, of what the person is trying to tell you, or probably if you don't know what this person is trying to tell you, you get better at it, or probably you practice in order to get better at it in different aspects. And maybe uh, some people consider that uh, listening skills are the most important thing to just speak, and also speaking skills. But what do you think is like the, the most important uh, aspect, or maybe area in, in the kinds of speaking, uh, communicating your ideas, do you think that is it better to write, to read, or to listen? Because we know that there are some teachers all over the world, it just doesn't happen uh, at an, a specific place, but it happens uh, all over the world that some people, some teachers, talking about teachers, not some people, we talk about teachers that mainly focus themselves on uh, a specific area, and we talk about this in the area of just writing, Probably they focus more in the in the writing skills, and they don't manage still the listening or not not just the listening as in general, but the speaking skill. But the speaking skills, and they probably feel like they they just can't communicate something, but they they still are very good at writing at grammar. Do you think if it's more important to talk than to write? What do you think is more uh, important in order to communicate? Um, that's quite interesting. Um, I'd say, um, I, I don't, I'm not too sure, because when I was, when I was at school, I did, I did Spanish. I took Spanish as, um, oh, language. you took Spanish? Yeah. <laughs> and it's totally and, amazing. And we, had, and we had four modules. We had speaking, mm -hmm. listening, and, um, talking and writing, and, um, Because I speak Portuguese, so some of the words were very familiar with mm -hmm. um, Portuguese. Similar. Yeah, so I did okay with my um, listening, but it was my um, talking that I was a bit um, not that great <laughs> because there were so many <laughs> pronunciations that are similar to Portuguese so when I took my test the examiner she said to me at the end I can tell your Portuguese by your pronunciations <laughs> so <laughs> I, I don't know I do feel like listening is important because you need to be able to listen to pronunciations mm -hmm. being able to understand and exactly get to know what the other people uh, what the other person is trying to tell you yeah exactly and talking again I would say is another important aspect being able to speak the language even if you can't speak fluently just being able to understand which again connects to the whole listening aspect um I wouldn't say writing um is that important because unless you're say for example if you have a job where it requires you to be an interpreter and it requires you to write things down then yeah definitely right. I'd say um writing is an important aspect but I would say the most two important aspects would be listening and speaking mm -hmm. mainly yeah. because mainly because uh you have more like you have more chances to to get deeper in in, in a language right in the language you're speaking in this case if we talk about English I also agree with you it's very important to just 
get to know more about listening skills than maybe about the grammar. Of course, that grammar is really is extremely important, but we can totally focus ourselves in into listening skills and also speaking skills in order to just at least have some notions or uh, trying to communicate better our ideas and also getting the idea of someone else, uh, another native speaker or someone who speaks English. And uh, finally, we get to know more about what this person is trying to tell us. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. It's just like, um, Chris, maybe when we talk about English, in this case, talking about English, do you think that learning, we talk about the foreign language, but do you think that learning, it could be English, it could be Portuguese, Italian, or French, do you think that learning a foreign language is good for self-purposes or other purposes like traveling, like meeting new cultures, like new ways of thinking and new friendships because some people think that it can be good for yourself to, to, to get to, to, to know a language and to learn a foreign language or at least the basic stuff you need to know in a foreign language if you want to travel or learning a foreign language just helps you to grow as a maybe some people say they grow as polyglots they grow as like multilingualism is very shown mm -hmm. as an aspect in these people but mm -hmm. do you think is it's better would you prefer learning a foreign language by self-purposes or do you think it's better to just learn a foreign language if you would like to travel to another country you perfectly know how to order food at a restaurant you probably uh have like You're, you're you're probably sure about how to how to ask for a direction and you can feel confidence in yourself when learning a foreign language not for a self purpose but by the when we're talking about other purposes it can really help you maybe with traveling meeting new friendships and maybe asking by a direction do you think it's more important for self purposes or if you would like to focus yourself in other purposes like traveling as i said before um That's a very good question. <laughs> um, I'd say it is definitely important to learn a foreign language. Like for me, um, if I was, I'm not learning any foreign language at the moment, but if I was, I'd definitely do it for self purposes just so I can, you know, be a bit more open minded into learning new things, new cultures, and just basically growing as a person. But Yeah, and other other aspects like traveling, um, making new friends because there's definitely when you connect with new people and you find out that they're from different cultures, it's you then start to learn their languages and their lingo. So then you do tend to pick up a few phrases here and there, and then sometimes you might think, oh, it's actually a beautiful language. Maybe I should consider <laughs> learning that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they let you know that maybe you you have to to put more time to learn the language because you you probably didn't know before that this language was really beautiful until you find out that it was really beautiful. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. It's always nice to learn a new language. Mm -hmm. So, um, Chris, I I wouldn't consider asking these questions, but uh, someone from the
Um, yeah, so I do think um, learning a foreign language is definitely good for self purposes and just meeting new people as well. Um, just learning about different people's cultures mm. and their mannerisms. It's totally, definitely eye opening, I would say. Yeah, like it's totally, it's really true that. Learning another language can truly open you uh, new opportunities. Like in, in Spanish, we have a, it's like a sentence or like a, a phrase people say uh, when they mean that someone learns a foreign language. Uh, they say mm -hmm. in Spanish uh, that learning, aprender un idioma, te abre muchas puertas. So that basically means it would be learning uh, another language, a foreign language, a second language, a third language. Uh, opens you many doors, many opportunities. When we're talking about yeah, doors, definitely. we talk about opportunities, right? Mm -hmm. So, uh, Chris, talking uh, about more about languages and language, like language barriers, I wanted to make you the question of what did you feel when, when you moved for the first time to London? Did you think that it could have been hard or probably easier for you to learn, to, to keep the process of learning and improving English? English language with the help or without the help or, or of someone as a backup? Um, it was definitely uncomfortable when I moved from Portugal to um, London because I didn't know anyone and because um, in the beginning like in the beginning of my life I only knew my mom's side of the family so we all just spoke Portuguese there so it was definitely uncomfortable when I moved to London because Yeah, because I just didn't know any English and like, like yeah, I just didn't know any English and I felt so um, shy as well because I sort of felt like, oh, if I say something bad, then people are gonna judge me, and exactly. yeah, and then, yeah, and I just made a mistake. Mhm, and then my mom definitely helped me, um, just build my confidence with English by bringing me books and you know making me watch tv shows so, <laughs> so <laughs> I can um, understand their pronunciation and how and how to say words and phrases so definitely like daily things in life helped me to um, become more comfortable in speaking English mm -hmm. so it was just like it was just Uh, your mom was the first support that you had when moving to another country. And that's really awesome, right? Knowing that family uh, may be there for you. In in this case, when we're talking about language barriers, moving to another country, I, I just can't imagine how it must be uh, moving from a country where you probably would, would have been having some notions, in this case of Portuguese, and then getting used to another different language. In this case, with the help, the backup, and the total support of your mom, it's really amazing knowing that, yeah, your mom was really was really awesome in this case, helping you to just, as you said, uh, forcing you or maybe, yeah, in this yeah. case, helping you to watch yeah. TV shows and stuff so you, you could get better yeah. and uh, improve in, in some or other way your skills yeah. in English language.
Yeah, definitely. Like, she wasn't that great, I would say, at English. <laughs> but, you know, she did still go out of her way, making sure I still got the best um, knowledge in, um, in being able to talk English. So, yeah, it was definitely, I think, without her, um, I wouldn't be able to speak as fluently <laughs> as I speak now. <laughs> Um, so oh. yeah, I, like I said earlier as well, like when you hang around with people, whether it's friends or family, they also help you with your pronunciations and just being more comfortable when talking in English. Mm-hmm. Like it's just like uh, probably you feel yeah more comfortable in this case, and it's just it's just shocking that you what you're telling me right now that even though your mom was not really that good. She was mm-hmm. the main supporter of yours, being mm-hmm. that only person just being there for you uh, in order for you to become as fluent as you are right now, which is totally amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. So, uh, dear listeners of Utopia, we know that language plays an important, an important significant role in our lives, right? Language is a key ingredient in our personalities, like in our personalities development. And it can be, language can be in form of words, expressions, signs, or even symbols. Every aspect of, of our lives revolves around language. Without language, uh, some people say that without language, they can still communicate, they, they will still be able to communicate, but without any kind of communication at all, we wouldn't be able in the word, in the expression itself to be able to communicate at all. Um, when we talk about language, we know that another reason why you should learn a foreign language is that the knowledge of a foreign language enhances your cognitive and analytical abilities. And this is scientific information, right? It's not, it's not me making it up or something. Learning a foreign language is tough and, and involves a lot of mental exercise, but it's really good for your analytical and cognitive abilities. Um, when we talk about on the individual level, we know that in on the individual level, we know that it improves personality and it increases your sense of self-worth. It, it can increase your sense of self-worth, uh, knowing that you can love yourself. And in, when we talk about loving yourself, we know that we appreciate learning a language. And this has been shown, right? The, the, the need of language faculties uh, like the need of language faculties has increased due to the growing interest in, in students to learn foreign languages and, and increase. Uh, also, we know that language is not only a mean of communication. It can still be used to spread ideas, understanding the culture of different countries, and also to improve social contact. So, uh, Chris, I, mm-hmm. I, I wanted to ask you uh, by the last question, which is really important is the last but not the least, what would be your, your, your main advice to our listeners in Utopia Educators? Uh, when we talk about our listeners, we are talking about people who are learning a foreign language, but sometimes they feel unmotivated. They don't, they don't have this motivation in them uh, to, keep, to keep going on with the learning process uh, of a foreign language because maybe we, we talk about a lot of, of stuff in here. Uh, it can be because they don't know someone to practice with, or maybe they think that learning a language, a foreign language or another language is too much for them and very complicated. What would be your, your main advice to your listeners today in, in Utopia Educators? 
Um, I would say just keep on learning. I feel like even if you are not that confident in speaking with someone, it's honestly it's it's not even that much of a big deal. I just feel like if you try and talk to people and just communicate and just learn, definitely, you, you would definitely be more confident in speaking with others. Um, so yeah, I definitely think that you shouldn't give up when you're learning a new language. And I know it's it can be very frightening, it can be tough, but I feel like with consistency and confidence, um, you will gradually be able to speak quite fluently, and then it will also help you mm-hmm. with your confidence and you know your social ability. It will it will be it will help you to right. connect to new peoples it's yeah it's good <laughs> <laughs> it's it is really amazing to know these words coming from you and just like here we are listening to, to chris and her advice to, to 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 in order to not give up learning a foreign language that just um when we're talking about as well as creativity we know that this plays an important role in in learning a foreign language some people say that learning a foreign language is shown uh, as a matter of fact that uh, all other people, uh, when we're talking about you, me, um, someone else, they have their own ways of learning languages using their creativity. Maybe you would like to learn uh, learning a foreign language using your imagination to uh, relate some words. If you, for example, if you in case that you are learning Portuguese or getting back to, to, to learn Portuguese, uh, you would relate Portuguese words with Spanish words. So as they are similar, you would have, you would be using your creativity and imagination to just relate. This word is similar. For example, we would have um, beleza in Portuguese, which would be belleza in Spanish, right? Or when we talk about uh playa which is beach mm-hmm. in um in, in spanish we would be saying praia in in portuguese and that would still mean beach in 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 portuguese right so mm-hmm. creativity is all right yeah and we talk about learning for language creativity and your imagination is truly amazing because it can help you in in a huge level learning uh, your target language so yeah. chris we, we have reached the end of this episode and we hope that this, this is an informative session and episode to know a little bit more about language barriers and that sometimes what may look impossible can be really possible with effort and dedication. Thank you really much, Chris, for being here today with us and with me. And thank you for your valuable time. It was, it was really great having you on our show. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I really enjoyed it. This was a recorded podcast by your host, Emmanuel Barrera, from Utopia Educators, advancing utopia towards education.